The Sons of Saturday podcast is brought to you by our friends at Main Street Pharmacy. Located right on Main Street in Blacksburg, Virginia, Main Street Pharmacy is proudly owned by a Hokie family and has been a partner of this podcast since 2020. MSP offers free delivery, curbside pickup, and vaccinations as well. If you are a student or resident in the Blacksburg area, you can always trust that at Main Street Pharmacy, you are not just a number, you are a neighbor. That was fun. Guys, we decided to record a Hokie Reaction podcast. Now, yes, the Hokie Hoops podcast is coming later, which will get more into the intricacies and the breakdowns of this basketball game. But we had to talk about it. Virginia Tech had to have one, needed to have one. So they went out and they got one. Sold out crowd, blackout game, Duke's coming to town. Virginia Tech finds a way to win 78 to 75 fun that was exciting all around I had fun i i got into town at 6 42 picked up my roots bowl and hauled on over to the chicken hill lot i parked at like 6 52 i know i got like a solid like you know probably an eight minute walk <laughs> to the front doors of castle and, and it, it was freezing is, dude it is literally you know antarctica yes north pole you know siberia yes it was freezing, sprinting uh, and getting in there and uh, emerging through the Section 10 portal mm. as they're calling out the starting lineup. That was pretty exciting. First of all, shout out to our guy Dave Phillips for the tickets tonight. Had a ton of fun sitting over in Section 10. I don't think I've ever sat there before. Great place to watch a basketball game, got to say. Great. You know, Castle Coliseum is a great place to watch a basketball it is. game. Saw, saw Grady B, saw Emma D, saw Coach Beamer's sister. Um, for those of you wondering, but well, first of all, here, for those of you that don't know, that was a high five live action skin on skin. That's a little weird, but it's a high five because Pat and I are together in Blacksburg, Virginia, and we're in the kitchen, the Etsy kitchen, and we have a podcast cooking up for you. And what do we do to kick all of them off? We got a hokey haiku. Patrick, take us away. Patrick. Hit us with some poetry. Patrick the Poet. That's right. With the hokey haiku. Langston Hughes, Shel Silverstein, Pat Finn. Grant is a bad man. (laughs) MJ with the clutch moments. Duke can't win at Tech. Give me the stat. What is the stat? Duke at Castle Coliseum. Duke's having some issues. They are. They They have uh, in their last six games in the castle. Duke is one and five. That would make the Hokies five Five and and one one. against the Dukies. Pretty exciting. Also, has there ever been a team in the history of the ACC that is two and seven in the ACC with wins over Carolina and Duke? And I got to say, you know what that is? It's It's a sigh of relief. Well, yes. It's also the smell of victory. A smell we have not smelt since December 21st against Grambling. It feels good. Wow. That was when I had a normal home. (laughs) That that is when you had a normal home. That was before I had to call the restoration company and the HOA. That's right. (laughs) All right. That's right. So we're just going to go right into the game. Um, 
the game started down seven nothing. Castle was kind of like, "Hey, are we really gonna do this? Is this is this is this how we're coming out? Is this how we're coming out?" And then Lynn Kidd knocked down two shots in a row. I thought he played really well. I'm gonna be honest. When I pulled up the box score and I saw he had four points, I was befuddled. I was befuddled. But how Lynn- many rebounds did Lynn Kidd have? See, this is what's awesome about live action. I will pull it up. I'm actually not going to pull it up. You can go ahead and look for it because I'll get it. I'll get our, our setup all, all screwed up. I'll pull it up on the cell I'm going to pull it up on my iPad. I do want to say, though, first half, Lynn Kidd was absolutely awesome. Uh, the growth of his game over the course, I hate describing it as a losing streak, but so many players have improved <laughs> over, the, over the losing streak. You talk about an MJ Collins. You talk about a Lynn Kidd. Um, these are guys who have really developed in elevated roles over the course of the last eight or nine games. And how many rebounds did he have? So Lynn Kidd, 40, sorry, 20, 40 rebounds. 20 minutes, four rebounds. Uh, ESPN, it, you know how ESPN just doesn't show you if they're offensive or just defensive rebounds? So. Not very four, helpful. Four rebounds for Lynn Kidd. He's physical down there. That's right. And Duke, a lot of bigs on Duke, a lot of size on Duke. <laughs> Lynn Kidd uh, held his own and got us home as Coach Coach Young said in the uh, the presser. Uh, let's talk about MJ Collins. Let's start with this. We're going to call him the delivery boy, and this is why. Because he delivered the game-winning rebound. He delivered the game-winning shot. Caught it in the corner, calmly took it inside for a wonderful pop, knocked it down. Made, made one of the free throws, made the first one on the one-on-one. That's right. That was big. And he also delivered a pop to Kyle Flipowski on the throat. I got to say, shocked. Shocked. That was not a flagrant one, flagrant two, technical, anything. I mean, he punched him extremely hard. And then in the postgame presser, Coach Shire actually said that Flipowski got hit so hard that he was throwing up in the middle of the huddle after this play. Uh, in the stands, in during the game, it's Duke. Everybody's like, oh, come on. You got the flop. You're looking for he's a call. He's selling it. He's selling it, dude. I was, I was he's nudging a... John. I said, dude, he's selling it. Right. I, I pulled it up on my YouTube TV on my yep. on my phone. Yep. And I was like, what are they saying? What are the replays? What are we getting mm-hmm. in live action? And in that moment, we had both decided, well, I just watched this on Pat's four-inch phone. So there's no way he got punched. A couple minutes later, we did watch it. And he got punched. And he got punched really hard. So we kind of... Got bailed out there, but to that you say what? I gotta say it was <laughs> it was about time. <laughs> it was about time we caught a break, and it was about time we caught a break against the blue uh, the Blue Devils of Duke. Because mm. I do recall we traveled to the time machine many moons ago. A young John Shire moonwalked <laughs> across the floor. Late in a game in Castle Coliseum, uh, this was like a Jeff Allen, you know, Terrell Bell, Malcolm Delaney roster, and he got away with like three or four travels. Took like fifteen steps. Took a bus. Took How many bus. steps do you get in this league? Took a magic uh, school bus, and the ref called the foul on Jeff Allen. So this was a little bit of uh, I'm not going to say karma. <laughs> I had karma written down. But it was like, dude, wasn't? <laughs> I don't know. I I'm saying we're catching a break. Against Duke. Duke always gets the calls. They're notorious for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but needless to say, Filipowski probably hurt. I mean, uh, I'm just glad yeah. that there were no Donovan McNabb throw up, then win the game <laughs> uh, antics here 
uh, like Virginia Tech fans have seen. Dude, Donovan McNabb did not win the Super Bowl when he threw up. Donovan McNabb beat us in 98 in the Carrier Dome. Okay, I thought we were talking about uh, pro football Donovan McNabb, dude. Way to flex your hokey history. Well done. Flexing your hokey history. Uh, I will say... Flipowski played a whale of a basketball game. He had 29 points, 10 boards in 34 minutes. But we got to talk about our guy. We got to talk about our guy. Make the face. What was his face? Grant. That was his face on the Jumbotron. Grant Bully Ball Basili. 10 of 15 from the field, 24 points, 8 boards, and 2 assists. This is the best game I have seen Grant Basili play all year. We were talking about it uh, throughout the second half. This guy came to play. He was physical. He was getting his from the outside. He was getting his on the inside. Offensive rebounds, playing well defensively as well. But this was definitely Grant's, probably Grant's best game he has had in a Virginia Tech uniform. We know what he did against Dayton. Mm. uh, But Duke and Dayton are two different ball clubs. And I loved what I saw. At a big Grant. That's right. This evening. He is a... Bad man. Yeah, that's Who right. else? Gruden's grinder, you may call him. A lot of grit out of our guy, Grant Grit Basile. Grant with the uh, the salmon shoes. That's right. He's got the, the salmon that's shoes. Right. They that's think right. Flipping, flopping. Yeah. Flipping and flopping. They're funny, they're funny looking shoes, Grant, I got to say. And then Ho-Hum, our guy, the missing piece, the missing link, Hunter Couture, got the game-winning steal, which is everybody's going to remember. He also did not attempt a single two-point field goal this entire game. Why would he? <laughs> Why would he? I mean, the guy that we were all angry who took a three-pointer at the end of the game finished uh, – at the end of the previous game finished five from ten from three. He played every single minute, 40 minutes of basketball. I tip my cap, my Roback cap, to our guy, Hunter Couture. Fantastic basketball game. Hunter Couture also adores playing against the Duke Blue Devils. If you combine his last two games, what has Hunter Couture done? Well, he scored 46 points. He's done it on 16 of 26 shooting, which is good for bop, boop, beep, 62%. And 12 of 19 for three, which is bop, boop, beep, 63.2%. Those are good numbers. Those are good numbers. Maybe not in the classroom, but on the basketball court, those are damn good numbers. Six rebounds and five steals. Take a bow, Hunter Couture. We were pretty... Pretty dumbfounded how open he was getting early on in the game. And <laughs> after that third three-pointer, prize picks, prize picks had Hunter Couture at nine and a half points. Mm-hmm. Hammer that Steel. over. We're playing the Duke Blue, Devil, Blue Devils. Blue he did Eagles. triple that last time. But Duke fans all over must have been like, oh, my God, this guy again. I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned it. Because if you're not following on Twitter, you're not following on Instagram, we announced a new partnership with Prize Picks. What is Prize Picks? It is the most fun, it is the most easy way to participate in daily fantasy. Literally, literally all you need to do for college football games, college basketball games in the state of Virginia, in the state of North Carolina, you look at a hokey game. You say, hey, I'm going to pick from two to six players, and I'm going to do more or less. And that's it. Points, rebounds, assists, points, rebounds, assists combined. You can do it all. Sign up for prize picks, the application. Use code SUNSVT, and they will match your first deposit from $10 all the way up, 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 up to $100. So if you put in $100, you got $200. You do. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. So check them out. 
prize picks. Super excited about that partnership and super excited to finally have some action on Hokie Sports. Placing units in Virginia. That's right. You can do that. Right before I pulled up, I said, hey, uh, Couture over nine and a half points. Yes. Sean Padula over 13 and a half. Yes. What was Grant's? Grant's was like 14 and a half. All three of them would have gone over. Cha-ching, uh, cha-ching, cha-ching. So uh, you would have been maxing out. Check right. it out. Use our code. Now, um, I just said Padula. You did. Obligata. Sean Padula had a great game tonight as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, we got the production from Sean Padula that we've been looking for. I think he needed a little bit of the Castle Coliseum sizzle with the students back. Some of that Duke energy. And uh, Sean looked more confident offensively, especially in the first half. I had 16 points, had three three-pointers as well. Uh, so just great to see Sean uh, getting back into the action after you know, a bit of a slump um, as far as his, his field goal percentage has been. What else did Let's, we like? Should we talk about what went well? We should. Let's talk about what went well. Virginia Tech shot 10 of 19 from three, which is good for 52.6%. That is the best of the season. And what we are accustomed to Hopefully we can get back to that. They also shot 57% from the field, which is also the best output of this season. Well done by everybody. We took shots. The shots went in the basket more times than they didn't. That's a good formula for winning basketball games. Yeah, I think uh, the first half shooting in particular. We had 45 points at halftime. I thought we were going to pace. We were like pacing for 100 at some point. We had 51 points all game on Saturday. Uh, at Clemson. So solid recovery. Mm-hmm. Must have been a solid couple days of practice. You know, quick turnaround from a uh, from a Saturday night game. And then um, I got to say, it was a great atmosphere tonight. It was. You know, you have a team that's 1-7 in conference. A team that's lost seven games. We hadn't won a game since before Christmas. Since Grambling State. Um, Back end of like Hanukkah was the it, last time It we was a long time. Yeah. And uh, – the students showed up. The fans showed up. The place was loud. Castle Guard, pivotal in a handful of second-half missed free throws. Uh, now, there was no bacon that was distributed this time. I'm glad you brought it up. We did a great job. There were a couple of times where you could taste the sizzle. They missed the front end. They made the back end. But it did happen three times. It did. It happened three times. People were excited. People were excited. They were loud, and they had an impact. And it was felt, and you love to see it. Things that did not go as well or things to improve upon. What do you got? Uh, you mentioned it, but everything about the first few possessions of the game. Hated uh, that. You know, not really getting open looks or turning the ball over. And all of a sudden, you blink. And Duke was up 7 nothing mm-hmm. real early. And then I know, uh, I think, did Duel have a three? or mm-hmm. It was, uh, we, we scored, you know, nine or ten points within the next few possessions. And all of a sudden, it was, uh, we were up, so... But still, not uh, not fantastic to go down early like that, especially after losing seven in a row. We shot 19 free throws, which is good. We haven't been getting to the free throw line uh, over the course of this losing streak, but we only went 12 of 19, which is 63%, which is not awesome. We had a couple of opportunities to either stretch the lead to three to prevent you from having to give up the tie or potentially putting the game out of reach. Uh, missed a couple free throws down late, so I hope we can improve upon that. Duke had nine offensive rebounds and ended up taking 11 more shots than Virginia Tech did. Um, Again, kind of just a testament to how effective we were on offense when we did have the basketball. Um, 
Well, I know, and and to the uh, to the point of nine offensive rebounds, I think that was their third lowest total of uh, offensive rebounds all season. They came in, as Coach Young was saying on the presser, uh, third in the country in offensive rebounding mm-hmm. behind Tennessee uh, and Kentucky. Tennessee and Kentucky. I was saying, I was, I was about to thought. I thought you were about to drop like Kennesaw State on me or something no, like no, that. No, 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 no. Um, and uh, we were up thirteen early. You saw that lead evaporate. I, I got to tell you. For what time is it? It is eleven twenty-one on what day is today? Monday. Monday. We're throwing around some serious SAT words on this podcast. I just wanted to evaporate. Give some. Give some. Give what some happens credit. to water when you leave it out, dude? You would know. <laughs> you would know. I wouldn't. Um. Uh. So we did let Duke back in the game after being up thirteen early, but again, Virginia Tech found a way to get it done in winning time. You know, John pointed this out to me, Filipowski had two early fouls and really wish that we exploited him a little bit more in the first half. Uh, was not able to to take advantage of that and, and have him pick up that third foul. Um, hoping for a little bit more aggressive play from Justin Mutz down the stretch here in ACC play. Mm-hmm. Uh, offensively in particular, I feel like um, tonight Basile had, had the night inside that I want to see out of Justin Mutz a little bit more. Um, moving forward here, um, I'm gonna thing. I'm gonna be a little bit of a boomer. Oh yeah, or maybe not even a boomer, a, a crowd policer. Maybe I gotta say, shout tonight, like a C minus performance. We played shout, game was close, and I it just seemed like nobody was into it. The crowd was great for 95 percent of the night, but shout came on, and we whispered. So I think we can do a little bit better with Shout. You know, um, students have been away. They've been absent back at home. So let's get back in the spirit. We got Syracuse coming into town. Monday night Saturday. sleepies. Right. That's right. That's right. It's syllabus week. You're still. I think last week was syllabus week. Okay. It's, it's well, no dude, excuses. It's, it's syllabus week when I was in college lasted for a couple of weeks. You're getting back in the groove of it. A month into the year, you're like, school just started, dude. I'm, I haven't even bought a notebook yet. I have a take. Okay. I bet you do. I uh, I don't really like shouting. Okay. Yeah. Not at football or at any at any time. I just like I just I just don't really. So I'll act- I feel like I feel like it's just you know I go to so many games. It's just a lot. A lot of it's watered down for me. I'll say this. So shout is an Oregon thing. It is. Shout is an Oregon thing. First and foremost. Second of all, the best part of shout to me is the video. The, the video is always great. The video is fantastic. The video is always no, great. No, no, the video is great. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I think people are going to be a little upset with that take, but I'm not going to disagree with you. Well, How's that? Well, if they're going to be upset with me, maybe they should participate. That is true. That is true. So shout if we're going to do it. If they're going to do it, do it better. Shout. That's right. That's right. Not much shouting during <laughs> shout. Um, raps? A couple of raps before we uh, – before we move off the game, um, got any stats for us? Yeah. I uh, already read this stat, Bill. <laughs> it's okay. Read it again. Yeah, it's a fun actually, stat. Actually, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> no, no. This, I think the stat that I read was Duke is one in five in their last six against Virginia Tech and Castle Coliseum. But here's another stat for you. You also already Virginia said Virginia Tech one. is five and one <laughs> against Duke in Virginia Tech's last six games. Yeah. And Virginia Tech is 1-0 and in neutral site games against Duke in the last one game. Is Duke is Duke's basketball's version of Virginia Tech f- football going to Chestnut Hill 
<laughs> in coming. anything. In literally, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in literally anything. Uh, is yeah. that, yeah, I don't know. That was a little bit of a niche comment, but I mean, some people will get it. Uh, you had a couple quotes from coach young. <laughs> I only have one quote. <laughs> like, I had, I, I had a stat that I've already read and I only have one quote on here, but it's about MJ Collins. We already <laughs> talked about, um, you guys know him. He's from the sprawling metropolis of, Cro- of Clover, South Carolina. And coach young said he has graduated to an elevated class status. He's no longer playing like a freshman. And uh, that's that's really glorious. Um, MJ Collins. Glorious. Dude, <laughs> you are in your bag this afternoon, bro. Let's go. <laughs> you need to go to bed soon. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Um, so uh, MJ Collins, he was the guy. Uh, so that was exciting. I thought we played like an NCAA tournament team today, Bill. I agree. I really do. Um, and I know that we have a ways to go. We mm-hmm. got you know eleven or twelve games left. Good thing we have some time to we go do away. Have some time we have. We have Syracuse on Saturday in Castle. Another opportunity to put another home uh, home ACC victory feather in our cap mm-hmm. and uh, see what we can do to claw back to you know to the uh, position of being positioned. Uh, Q one win tonight. I think that's important as well. Uh, quarter one win. We'll, we'll bump up in the net rankings again. That's right. So just got to keep stacking them. Got to keep attacking it day by day. Another thing that I don't want to go unnoticed um, that doesn't have to do with the game. Darius Maddox played four minutes and has struggled as of late. Let's put that in a box. What I loved to see was Darius Maddox was the first person. The first person. We talk about hugging your friends. We talk about encouraging. We talk about being uplifting. Shout out to Darius Maddox, being a great teammate um, and being concerned with the win. So I did want to point that out. And then looking forward, Hokies take on Syracuse at 7 p.m. on Saturday. I'll be there. In Castle Coliseum. Uh, Anything else before we take a break before pylons? I have one thing. (laughs) I have one thing to say. Okay. Just because I saw it on Twitter and I was just like, are we still doing this? (laughs) My friend Billy Ray. Is not a Duke fan. Okay. Thank you. He, he loves the Cel- he loves the Celtics. Like, I do. Like he doesn't tweet about them that much. Uh, you guys are lucky. He doesn't tweet about the Celtics that much. The playoffs haven't started. He really <laughs> he really likes this team um, so much to the point where he went out and bought a Jason Tatum Celtics. Uh, sorry, not Celtics. Jason Tatum Duke jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay. DH Gate. Um, just supportive of his guy. Yeah, really big fan of Jason Tatum. I don't uh, know if you guys have watched Jason Tatum play this year. I got to see him play at the Spectrum Center in Charlotte a few weeks ago, and that guy is really awesome. Yeah, okay, I'll own it though. Poor decision making on my part. No, no, this was before you had a hit podcast. That's true. That's true. <laughs> was it? No, no, no. It was. It was. You, I had that he, jersey in college. He, dude. So he bought the jersey. Yeah, before the hit podcast. Yeah, but. He did make a decision to record a video of himself in the car That's while right. wearing the jersey. Was this talking like Virginia Tech football recruiting? What was the subject? No, I was in the middle of the Ari- summer. I was in the, I was in Arizona, just driving through Arizona, and I it was me documenting my cross country trip. I had a great tan. Uh, I was running out of shirts. You, you had here's the thing. I was running out of shirts. I was running out of shirts because I was I was traveling. And you don't have washing machines and stuff, so I, I was running out of shirts. And as you know. I was doing a lot of skiing. I wasn't planning on being in the desert. 
I find myself in the desert and the only clothes that I have that are not puffer jackets are jerseys that I would wear over my ski attire. That happened to be one of the 10 jerseys that I packed. It happened to be on video. So not a Duke fan. Glad we addressed it. Patrick, thanks for looking out. <laughs> Your sunglasses in that video were very, very tiny. <laughs> Those were bad face. too, I know. No, yeah. my head was big and the and the glasses were Still normal is. size. That is true. That is true. Um, so just 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 so you guys, I mean, you guys listen to the pod, get it. But you know, some of those guys on Twitter, like those <laughs> those mean accounts like Adam Roth <laughs> out here, out here just, you know, kicking a man when he's down That's after, right. after his team lost. That's right. That's right. So <laughs> thank you, Patrick. I, I got that. you, man. We'll uh we're gonna take a quick break. Hey guys, this is Ali Jennings the third wide receiver for your Virginia Tech Hokies. When I committed to Virginia Tech football, I committed to the best. That's why I chose Harvey's GM in Radford. Why settle for less when you can have the best? Go to Harvey's GM for all of your vehicle needs. Tell them Ali sent you. That's Harvey's GM, Tyler Ave in Radford. Or go to their website at harveysgm.com for more info. And now we're back from our break. And we are back with... The pylon segment. And for those of you who may have missed it last week, this is going to be funny because I'm going to know none of them again. The eight pylons at Virginia Tech on all of our podcasts. We are picking eight things. Brotherhood, leadership, loyalty, sacrifice, service, honor, duty, uprosim. We're doing basically a draft. Snake draft. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Here, uh, I didn't know you were a parcel. Finish explaining it because I got to find my phone because it has my picks on it because I didn't want you to see them. I didn't know you were a parcel tongue, Bill. Yeah. So what we're doing this week is we are doing a snake draft of songs that are awesome in Lane Stadium. Um, Or Castle. Or Castle. Any Virginia Tech related event. So you you went last last time. So you are going first this time. Okay. Your first pick for the I love hearing this song at Virginia Tech sporting events is... I know John and Courtney are going to love this one. Okay. It's uh, Stand Up and Shout. Stand Up and Shout. <laughs> Stand Up and Shout. Bum, 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 bum. I get, I get pretty fired bum, up. Bum. Yeah. I, I, you know, I always get uh, get flashbacks to the Carolina game, the six mm-hmm. overtime game. Yeah. Uh, watching that one. And uh, mm-hmm. that was a big time game. It was. Time win. I am going to go with – I'm actually going to uh, bring one from the bottom of the list to the top of the list. I love Friends in Low Places because I am During big – karaoke. I am big on full participation. And Friends in Low Places, when everybody participates and everybody's singing, is great. And I enjoy it. And it takes me back to brrr, Duke 2017 during the monsoon. The entire crowd – Sang along. One of my favorite memories. We beat, the, we beat the hell out of Duke that day too. Daniel Jones. That's right. That's right. Danny Dimes, dude. Tough day for your uh, for your doppelganger. It was. Um, your next pick. No, it, it's a snake. Oh, draft. see, that's right. I even said that it was a snake draft. I'm gonna go with again another song that I love participation from. Mr. Brightside. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brightside. All we right, usually do it. Right. We usually do it during the kickoffs. Uh, and then they sing it after the ball's been kicked. A big fan, big fan. Mm-hmm. I will say this: on the note of songs that I would like to hear played, 
I'd love some more Blink-182 or other 90s music. They should have a representative from Sharky's or actually Big Al's. You got to get someone from Big Al's who's probably looking for work because Big Al's is no longer in existence. So DJ from Big Al's, please make your way up to the Lane Stadium press box or the Castle Coliseum. They don't call it a press box. Press row. No. What do they call it? Scores table. Scores table. Make your way down to the scores table and let's get some more 90s music. I'd love to hear some Blink. I'd love to hear some Green Day, maybe. Um, so those are my those are my first two. Uh, my number two is Thunderstruck. Number two is Thunderstruck. Uh, really enjoyed Thunderstruck. And then I'm going to throw you a karaoke one. Okay. Um, bon Jovi. Okay. Living on a Prayer. Yes. It's a classic. <laughs> Throwback to bro who had to sing Living on a Prayer from the Corps of Cadets. <laughs> what game was that a couple years ago? I think that was, I think that was, was it Carolina? the Carolina game. It was, was Carolina. The first game back from COVID. Yeah, the, de- the, the game that we beat COVID. Um, the Corps of Cadets guy was brought up to sing like a top 10 sing-along song and had no zero clue. idea what the song was. No idea. None. But what was crazy about it is he sold it so well. Like the song came on and he's head bopping. And in my head, I'm like, dude, private first class Miller is about to just knock this thing out of the park. And dude, just (laughs) snafu, knew none of the words. So tough scene. um, Tough scene. I'm going to go with a song that we usually play around 30 to 45 minutes before kickoff. And you can play it at baseball games. You can play it at football games. You can play it at soccer games. You can play it at badminton. I don't care. Teenage Wasteland is an an unbelievable sporting event song. That's not the name of the song. I'm sorry, uh, Bob O'Reilly, but whatever. Don't don't do me like that. Um, But yeah, Bob O'Reilly is absolutely Did we play that in tech games? We did. We played it during like right before we did the lineups for one game. And I got so excited because I always associate that song with where? Georgia. Georgia against... Oh man, all the dogs. God, nostalgia. If you haven't heard it yet, scroll all the way back to our second podcast. First, first podcast ever after the Georgia Notre Dame game. It's the reason we're here today. Three years later. That's right. Over three years. Four years later. Am I again? Uh, It is you again. (sighs) I'm gonna go with Mo Bamba. Oh, because here's the thing, Mo Bamba is not one of my favorite to hear, but sometimes we'll play a song and it's like, dude, you're overthinking it. Just play Mo Bamba. Everybody's going to get excited. And just, uh, it's not mailing it in, but it's the well. It's it's feeding it to the post. It it's the giving well. it to Kevin McHale. It's giving it to Shaq in the post. It's always going to hit. Students are going to love it. So I'll go with Mo Bamba. Oh, that's a good one. That's, that's why I said one. it. Oh, I ha- <sighs> okay. I have one now. Um, but I just thought of one, and then uh, your whole Mo Bamba thing really threw me off. Well, perfect. You do two because I, I have one more that you're not going to say. No, I have one more. This is the eighth one. You said it? you had two, didn't you? No, I had one. Oh, okay. I had one. Right. Locked in. Right. Had another in the hopper. Was gonna was gonna was gonna do a little cut the line. Okay. You know, fast pass to the front, and then your <laughs> Mo Bamba thing just totally threw me off. I'm sorry. Um. So I got just closer. Train chain smokers. Classic, dude. If you if you hate on the chain smokers, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself, dude. The chain smokers. It's more it's are, more of a tailgate classic, 
but it's an amazing song. It's, I mean, I'm into it. The t- dude, I have to show you a video by Shane Gillis talking about the chain smokers <laughs> for this podcast. Is but no, I am all in on the chain okay, I'm glad we're on the same page there. Is that all of them? Yeah, that's that's eight. Now we got some honorable. Can mentions, I can right? I do? Yeah, I, I do have an honorable mention. Okay, go ahead. New level by ASAP Ferg. Okay, not on board. I'm on a new level. Uh, yeah, I like I mean, that one. Yeah. Gets me fired up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Grove Street Party. What? Oh, Grove Street Party. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I don't think they'll play that in Lane Stadium though. 15th in the first. <laughs> Wait. That'd be fun. Any Mac Miller. Any. Okay. Play any Mac Miller. Um, You're doing a good job of agreeing with me, even though you don't agree. I, I mean, I wasn't. It. I wasn't huge on your uh, new level one. Okay. Okay. I'm not on that level. Okay. <laughs> okay. Give me a give me an honorable mention if you don't, unless you don't have it. Uh, so we didn't talk about any of the big four. You know, the big four is Johnny Cash, mm-hmm. Eric Church. Um, I thought we. I thought, but Anderson Man and We Ready. So I thought. <laughs> so you just did that to tee me up. I gotta say, this is an un- this is an unpopular opinion. I'm not big on uh, on We Ready. I'm not. Okay, it might be a hot take. It's you nice. had a hot take earlier. That was my hot take. Bryce would not be happy with that. Take. I'm sure he would not. I'm sure the people in uh, Lane North that wrap their arms around each other and you know do the little lean. You gotta sway. you gotta have a student section. Uh, you know, sway right. song at, at very many schools. It's swag. I was about to say, I was Carolina. About, yes. It's horrible. Dude, Florida State. Florida State, cool. good at swag surfing. Uh, you know who else does it? Auburn. That's Auburn. right. Carolina does the worst swag surfing I've ever seen in my entire life. Should we they do? Have like, they have like maybe like two fifths mm-hmm. of their student section doing it. And it uh, doesn't show well. Um, I'm going to do this too. I'm just going to add this as a, that, that's it for that part of the segment. But before we move into the do not playlist. I want to say, are there any songs that are played at other schools, like it's their thing, that you love, that you have seen live? And I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you two. Um, I have two. One of them you already said is okay. the, uh, Bob O'Reilly. But then uh, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting mm-hmm. at, at Georgia uh, at the beginning of the game. That's huge. Um, do you have any? I do. Dixieland Delight at Alabama is absolutely fantastic. And I actually have one more. And I love the Dropkick Murphys at Notre Dame. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's solid. Yep. Uh, I have one that is, it's not even a, I think this is like cool. It's more of like, these guys are just lucky that this guy went to school there. Be, and they're just geographically fortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Chase Rice. I like the song Carolina Can. Mm-hmm. They play it at the end of Carolina games, and I just kind of get annoyed. I'm like, it's just kind of a bummer that uh, Chase Rice had to go there. Well, take me home. Uh, take me kinda, home is in a similar, similar. Um, that is cool though. Take me home is fantastic. It's way cooler there than Carolina. I mean, of course, without a question. Uh, one more that is. Well, we were talking about this before. I hate how much I love. The Tennessee songs fan? that come out about <laughs> Tennessee. Tennessee Orange, Tennessee fan. I mean, it uh, is just an unbelievable year. Something in the Orange, even, even though that's not related to Tennessee at all. They're, they're going to they're gonna play it. You know they're going to They're yeah, going to have yeah. some sort of association. Something in the Orange and Maroon. See, we had something in the Orange and then the Taylor Swift song, Maroon. So that's right. We could do a little collab if we wanted to. You're right. Taylor Swift, when she sat down to pen that song, was probably thinking about the Hokies. Mm-hmm. At least I like to think so. You, um, ever, you ever think of uh, the song uh, by Taylor Swift? Yes. Um, what's the new the one? The answer is yes. Um, 
What's the new one? The uh, what's the like? Oh, that one. The popular one, Karma. The most popular one that just came out. Uh, I have the the anti-hero. Yeah, anti-hero literally came out like four weeks before the end of the year, and it was in my top five raps. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's a fantastic song. It's not weird. It's a great song. That's weird. It's a little weird. Oh, okay. All right. Antihero and Kid Cudi erase me. If you ever match those together, it would make a pretty. Uh, oh, they're dude. on the same beat. They're on what the is the beat. What is the Kid Cudi song that's awesome? Burn the Ed Project X song. Oh, that's another good one. That's another good one. It. All right, we got to move on to the Do Not Play. Yeah, list. it's not the pylons. It's like the you know amount of bricks of Pokestone stone that are literally. No, this is the uh, this is the like, <clears> this is the uh, the daring hall. You know, um, just a building on campus that needs to be torn down. Wow. I mean, have you seen Daring? No, I'm more of a. Uh, what's the one over across from the um, from Macomas? Across from a Slusher? No, 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 no. Across from Macomas. Like if you're walking out of Macomas, it's to your left across the street. Oh, is that Litton Reeves? Litton Reeves. That building is literally that. Like, it has to. It's got to go. Okay, it's got to go. And don't even build anything on top of it. Uh, the do not playlist. I know this is big for you, so I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say one, and then I'm gonna let you, um, as Skip Bayless likes to say, unleash. Uh, I can't stand when they play "Narco" by Timmy Trumpet. This is a New York Mets song. It's a burr, 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 oh, we know about burr, the, the yeah. Timmy Trumpet. Stop playing that at other events. Nobody knew about the song. The Mets started playing it, and now everybody else wants to play it. It's annoying, um, and it doesn't hit the same. Um, so maybe I sound like an angry Mets fan. Uh, but I, I would prefer that we don't play that uh, elsewhere. Um, <clears throat> my number, you guys know what my number one is. Oh, wait, uh, I'll say this too. Hell's Bells is on that list because the NFL plays Hell's Bells on every third down for every single team, every single week. And it gets so old bad. that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm over it. Uh, my number one, you guys know, this is, is shut up and dance. Mm-hmm. Tough scene but a lot of a lot of people really like that song. I mean, so here's my relationship with Shut Up and, and Dance. And I kind of feel like a jerk. My relationship with song. Shut Up and Dance. I've never liked it. It came out in 2016 or 2015. Mm-hmm. That song and Cheerleader. Ooh, I, I think, think I, I found myself no, a neither, cheerleader. neither. No, you know what happened to those songs though? It was like replay by Ayas. They played so much. They played a lot, but it was. It's also like, well, Pat, dude, you were an orientation leader. How do you not absolutely love these songs? <laughs> I just don't. All right, they're not. Uh, they're, not they're not it for me. The uh, shut up and dance was big with the Virginia Tech lacrosse uh, women's lacrosse team. They play it like fifty-seven times at every pregame. Taylor Caskey, Taylor Caskey, mm-hmm. former Virginia Tech lax captain, texted me tonight. She said she just started texting me "shut up and dance" lyrics. And did you text back unsubscribe? I said kick rocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't stop believing. I think it's kind of just yeah. Little, I agree. Unless you know you're down by fifty. It's <laughs> funny when they do that. Yeah, it is funny. yeah. Um, you're gonna say one that I'm gonna vehemently disagree with. <laughs> you already know. Yeah. Sweet Caroline. I hate you, dude. Never. I love Sweet Caroline. If if Sweet Caroline were to play in Lane Stadium, I would walk out. It just doesn't like, belong there. Just like if Shut Up and Dance were to play. So, I would say, shut up, I'm leaving. <laughs> so I'm, wait, if, if, if you went to a Red Sox game at Fenway, you would not sing Sweet Caroline? Yeah, I would. Okay. Ta- yeah, dude. That's okay. like that's like going to Ireland and not... Um, Drinking you know, Guinness. Having having a Guinness and, mm-hmm. you know, just observing the countryside. Picking leper... Lep- uh, they're not lepers. Uh, what are they called? Shamrocks. I got um, leprechaun and shamrock mixed up. 
A lot of these are on a familiar playlist that John might know. Um, YMCA by The Village People. You guys know that one. Not huge on that one. Uptown Funk, not huge on that one. Do people play that at sporting events? And the last one for uh, for our guy Evan Hughes, I Got a Feeling. Can I tell you? It might be the worst song of this decade. It is It is. It, it is abhorrent. What are that, the lyrics to that one? Do you, huh? want to, do you want to give us a quick lyric? I got a feeling. No, no, no. You don't have to sing oh, it. Oh. I want you to just talk it. That tonight's going to – I have a feeling. No, I got a feeling. I got a feeling that tonight's going to be a good night. That's like the whole song. That's like literally the whole song. That is literally the entire song. Tonight's the night. Like, oh my gosh, dude. Um, Any other uh, do not plays? Uh, do not plays. Um, I can't think of any. No, I can't think of any. We're going to have to do one that is a crowd chance next or like a basketball crowd chance because I have like 15 that just I absolutely loathe. Loathe. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> all right. Let's wrap this thing up with shout outs. Are we taking f- any more breaks? We don't no, breaks. we're good with breaks, dude. We're good with breaks. breaks. No Kit Kat ad for you guys. Dude, we're on the two yard line. We can't okay. call a timeout here. Um, shout outs. Shout out to my guy, Brad Worthman. Always a pleasure to chop it up with the Canadian sensation. We were sitting. I didn't uh, rhyme the way you thought it was I did. going it's, to. It, it seemed so much better when I typed it. The Canadian That's right. sensation. That's right. Um, Damn, I feel like that took away from the shout out. But <laughs> I still sorry. I still do love Brad and I loved spending time with Brad today. Canadian, Illinois, and Ohio and Southwest Virginia grit all in one. We we were talking about the cold wow. temps. We were cold temps. Mm-hmm. A lot of moose and maple syrup were running around Blacksburg tonight, I'll tell you that much. It was that cold. Meese in Blacksburg? <laughs> is that the plural? I don't or singular? I don't, yeah. I don't think Kyle it is. singular. I don't think um, it is. Uh, shout out to us. I read that as U.S. I was like, did we win FIFA or something? Uh, shout out to us for – it's getting late, guys. It's 11.46. Shout out to us for winning the Fathead Pass. Um, we were Mike Young. The other side was Popcorn. Um, we start passing, and I look over at John and Pat. I'm like, yo, like, one shining moment. This is us. Like, we're – it's our row. And they're like, oh, it is our row. But the problem was, like, the eight seats next to us were, like – the people were getting popcorn or, you know, shutting up and dancing in the concourse. So I but had not, to, but not shouting, <laughs> but, <laughs> but they were standing up and shouting. Um, so I had to sprint over um, and grab it and sprint over to you to pass it. And uh, photo finish. We did uh we did win context for the, for the folks at home mm-hmm. uh, starts at one portal. Uh, a Mike Young fathead and a popcorn fathead. Yes. And it's a race. Which fathead can make it around Castle to to Bailey Angle, mm-hmm. the in, in, in-game host, uh, first? Mike we crushed Young it tonight again. Tonight. Um, oh, of course. Uh, what else did I want to say about that? One of the good strategies that uh, I did not do but considered is some people will, like, disc it, like, frisbee it. And uh, I thought it was a little floppy and uh, – you know, truth be told, it gets towards the end. It's a little close. And um, a big burly guy went ahead and did it and get, got us the win. I think the strategy is to do the toss on the curve because you can uh, cut off you can cut off the surface area. Yeah. They must have been an engineer attack. Mm-hmm. That's right. Must have. That's right. My shout outs are for 
Stephen Collier. I love that guy, man. Al Jones, Shelton Moss, catching up after the game. Mm-hmm. Good to see you all. Uh, Grady B, Lori B, Emma D already gave them their shouts. That's right. And uh, that's I want to shout out the Rooster, too. I always see him. Rooster! Rooster, he's always down there. I mean, that guy, you know, just uh, Coleman and Nancy Brittle. Great people. Big-time Hokie fans. German club alum, right? Rooster, German club alum. We love we love them. We love Fantastic them. people. So that's a podcast. Hokies win. Dare I say. We are so <laughs> back, dude. Hokies take on Syracuse on Friday. We're looking forward to it. And we will talk to you soon. And brought to you. Uh, go Hokes! Time to wander, tripping in the sand We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand But I saw you 